What's up, everybody? I can't stand how this is Sam, bro. This that. See, Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Hafiz. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Sam. This is Chris Star. The show. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. And we are the roommates, and this is the Conduit Podcast Network. Roommates. It's Friday. What I mean, I don't know. It's probably Monday when you're listening to it. It's always Monday whenever they listen to it. Friday, Friday. Hey, do you guys know why I release an episode on Monday? Um, because it's the first day of the week. Yeah, let's go with that. Well, remember that? <laughs> remember that? Um, uh, that scene in Anchorman Two when uh, the dude was taking pictures of the cats, uh-huh. and he had that picture that said "I hate Mondays," and the cat was in like this glass bowl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, everybody hates Mondays, so we might as well add some life to Mondays. Ah oh, man, Brian Fantana. Brian Fantana, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> boy's boy legend. Anchorman Two, most hilarious, oh, one of the man. most hilarious movies ever, bro. So what's good with you guys, man? What's good, um, Christopher? You said you came from a wedding. Yeah, I did come from a wedding. Shout out to Danielle and Alex. That's why it looks. Married. That's why it looks so sharp. Y'all can't see it, but yeah, I, it's not the. You know, I, I dress like this every day, ladies. ladies, ladies. <laughs> it is what it is. Mm, that's, it that, is. that's that wealth management money right there. <laughs> you, feel me? you feel me? But anyways, it's never about me. I had some great fish today. First of all, if some church made it, it was amazing. Was it fried? It was, bro. It was fried, breaded, credit, all that, bro. Baked, breaded, breaded and good though. Sautéed and. All that black people, mm. love black churches. Shout out to my black churches. Anyways, and also, uh, I haven't seen Hafiz since last Friday. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie, Hafiz <laughs> is not a roommate currently. <laughs> Hafiz, Hafiz, I don't know where I don't know where you live. <laughs> I, I swear, it's, it been my it been my fault oh, too. Cause the it first, been my fault too. I've been gone all week. The first words stuff. I said to Hafiz were, I think about an hour and a half ago, all week. No, it wasn't. We had a good conversation on Wednesday. <laughs> had we a good I have not Remember seen we were talking about That was about seven minutes of conversation. The, bro, Do you know how many we, hours during the week? We sat down was for it, a 168? We sat down for a so, long time on Wednesday. Do the math, Monet. How many hours in the week? Right. 168. Ain't you a business? we only got seven minutes. Definitely wasn't seven minutes. It Just because I graduated don't mean I get to do math in my head. Man, Anyways. Hafiz been missing. I... Definitely have not been missing. Hey, bro, how was that? How, how, how was seeing how was seeing the living legend, funniest man, one of the funniest men to ever walk this earth? Oh, Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Yo, Dave Chappelle. See, you've been gone so long, I didn't even know you went there. Bro, Dave Chappelle was bananas. But honestly, there was this dude named Mo. Man, this dude named Mo, this comedian named Mo from Houston, yeah. he was hilarious. So I might butcher this joke, right? But I'm gonna try my best to do Mo's joke. You butcher joke. a lot of jokes. It's okay. All right. So Mo came on stage. And Mo was like this Arabic guy, right? And he was like, "Hey, how you? What's up?" Oh, Houston, Mo, Mo from Mohammed. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "My name is Mo. It's short for Mohammed. Got you guys." <laughs> and okay. And then, what, bro? And then he was like, "Lock the doors. Lock the doors. Abdul, get the doors in the back." <laughs> and then, ah, and terrorist then, joke. Yeah, like yeah. a little terrorist joke. And everybody was dying, bro. Yeah, um, I saw. I saw that one. Coming. Time out. I, I know Irby didn't try to just take this pose for this picture. Hey, you see Irby looking <laughs> looking dapper. That's what I'm saying. He posing for this picture. Irby's taking wearing, these fake photos. Irby's, Irby, Irby's wearing a blazer bro. and he got the Cartiers on, bro. Those new glasses. Hey, you see that? Bro. You see that? Them them, them Drake candles in the back. This man's gonna take pictures. Think I ain't gonna. Call him out on it. You in front of me. <laughs> What's hey. wrong with you, Irby? All right. 
Oh, Don't come this way about my suit. My All mama right, bought hey, me the hey, suit. Real quick, we would like to give a special shout out to some of our day one fans. Um, real quick, I want to give a special shout out to Jason Joseph, man. Jason Joseph is this dope artist who's actually going to be sending us in some um, vintage, not vintage. What's the word? Wait, he sending us something? Yeah, he's, free. Uh, what's that word? Like not unique, like his own artwork. What's that called? Man, shit. whatever. Original, his, uh, original. Yeah, some original artwork. So we want you guys to check him out. What kind of artwork? Um, I don't know. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> dope artwork. It's gonna be dope. I'll take it. Jason Joseph. I want you guys to check him out. Support our guy. We're gonna be putting up his information up on social media. And if you're a fan who has some dope material that you want us to plug, like Chris's homeboy with that shirt, I still don't got a shirt, so I'm not gonna shout say out his Young name. Note. That's my personal designer. I don't Young got Note. the shirt, so I'm not gonna say his name. You didn't ask for one. I did. You, I asked for. A pro- I was like, look, man. I you said want- I want one too. You said I want. Oh, well, yeah, we dang. definitely said that. Well, I'll yeah. get y'all a shirt. Bet. I got the connect. So if you guys got some material you want to share, please, please hit us up on the email. Let us know. We'll go ahead. Our email's on our Instagram. I'm not going to say it because I always butcher it. Also, quick shout out to John Tyler and Jalen Jordan oh, for yeah, sharing our podcast on social media. Oh, we yeah. appreciate you man, guys. Man, that was live. Curl's about the pound. Mm, Thank that you. That was live. She, man, she has been educating me on black women as well. Oh, for real? About yeah, what? I mean, By hair? About <laughs> wow. probably everything. Bro. Yeah, everything, bro. Just oh, like the history of black everything. Women. History of black women. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I, 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 we I, might I, I show you some stuff. We might need to get on. Oh, when you get back from Atlanta, let us know. Oh yeah, she definitely man. She would love to talk about her black women. Oh, when you sure. get sure. back from Atlanta, go ahead. You know I'm an equal opportunist. <laughs> I believe in women's rights. I also believe in men's rights. Here we go. Shout oh. out also to Mariah Grayson, okay. aka South Tau South Chapter. Mariah Grayson. Class. Okay. You know that's my PB. Even though she's a girl, don't ask me why. It's just an AK side thing, but it is what it is. Dag Nabbit. Hey, shout out to my brother Emmanuel Dichi. Ooh, I know your brother don't listen to. Him. I'm not. I haven't shouted oh, out my nah. sister yet because nah, I know nah. she don't listen to. Nah, he does. My he own does. flesh and blood. He don't does, bro. To. Little Elm, Little Elm's really coming through, man, for mm. the, for the podcast, bro. So shout out Dichi. And then yeah, shout out my boy Von Govia. Von Govia, bro. I've been knowing that boy since I was a kid, man. And uh, he actually goes by a different name whenever he's in the octagon. That's Octagon. right. That's right. He Somebody does UFC. That's right. He does MMA. We don't know to see that. He does MMA. Bilo, that man right Bilo, now. he give you work. I with one I'm hand. Not, listen, I'm not afraid of getting beat up. I've been beat up before. <laughs> Y'all haven't met my father. You, that man crazy. You, you afraid of a flying knee? Yeah, I, man. Yeah. Are if you he, afraid of a flying knee? I have never seen a knee. He come goes to my by face. dread. Mm. The fearsome, terrifying dread. Mm. Hey man, you scared, Con- Monet? He ain't Conor McGregor. The dread. He ain't Conor McGregor? The dread. Mm. That's crazy. Hey, so all those fans, please continue to um, share our content into the world. We really value you guys. Oh, excuse me. I almost burped into the microphone. Yeah, we really terrible. value you guys. And we're really thankful. Stop, 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 stop. We got another shout out. Oh, we got another shout out. Hey, bro. Hey, Rod. Come get on the mic. Come get on the mic real quick. Don't come on my mic. Go to Sam Mike. Last time. Real quick. Say what's up to the people. Emmanuel breath was hot. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? It's my boys right here, man. Holding down for Speaking to the mic, man. Kiss the mic, boy. (laughs) 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 He really kissed it. That's kind of gay. I ain't gonna lie to you. Kind of questionable. Kiss ain't gay. (laughs) Kissing ain't gay. (laughs) Aaron, man. One of Houston's finest, bro. He's a musician and a dietitian. And so many other tissues. He's a scientist. <laughs> Boy, boys out here doing research every day. Bro, I have no idea every what day. this man is. Hey, bro. 
Houston, Houston's got so many people like air all throughout, bro. Just my man got a, my man got a business relaxing look going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that business casual, <laughs> business relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down somewhere. Aaron. Oh man. All right, man. That's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Um, how much time we got? Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should go into. All right, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and switch switch gears real quick. So. Yeah, we, we like to laugh on the show. We, my biggest thing is the show is definitely entertainment, but also the show is also educational and enlightening. And this moment is very educational, kind of a, um, a deep moment. So this week for Cultures Mat- Culture Matters, we're going to be briefly discussing a very deep issue that has been going on in the country the news reported that there were 10 missing black girls this week alone. These black girls um, range between the ages of 12 through 18. There have been many more reports of different missing children in the D.C. area. Since this news came out this week, there's been many other news reports talking about some of these statistics and different news wings. Different news reports from different wings, either right or left, saying different things. So we're not going to spend too much time on that we really want to focus in on these missing black girls in the D.C. area. So, Sam, I see you got um, some things you like to say about it. What are your thoughts about what's going on in in D.C.? Man, so it's not really easy to kind of speak about everything that's kind of brought to mind whenever you see something like this. Yeah. I know whenever it first came out, they were saying or celebrities were posting that I think 14 black girls – had gone missing in D.C. in 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. That ended up being false. Thank God. Because <laughs> 14 little girls go missing in 24 hours. That's a huge problem. Um, But anyways, it when one person's missing is one too many. I think that's something I've been hearing yeah. uh, for, the, for this whole time. And that's true. And I'm just really, I'm really proud of uh, social media and the people around D.C. and around the world for bringing such attention to this uh, because... To be honest, this isn't a problem that's just local to the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. People go missing each and every day. A ton of them go missing over here in Houston. And I'm just really proud of everybody for kind of bringing all that attention to it. Because, man, this is something that does need to be fixed, you know. Because um, whenever, I mean, I'm just thinking about the people whose children are missing. Little babies, 10 years old. And you don't see them coming home and you just... You think the worst. Like, I think about, like, what if my little brother didn't come home one day? I go crazy. And so, man, I just really feel for those people. And I'm just really proud of, uh, I guess, the nation, mm-hmm. social media for kind of bringing it to bringing it to light, bringing attention to it. It's a real positive thing. Chris? Man, man, my heart hurts for him. Um, yeah, I just couldn't imagine, like, that being my... My sister, like, even though she's older than me, she just come up missing one day. Like, I I couldn't function. I couldn't do anything. I I wouldn't do. I would do nothing but look for. Her. Um. So man, my heart just goes out to the family. Um. It's good to see that our community, being a black community, is always w- willing to stand up, make it, make this aware, and help out, pray, and we got. You know, celebrities like like Colin Kaepernick, like he's been killing the game with all the stuff he's been doing, um, with his activism and helping out the uh the world, not just his community. Um, so my heart goes out to him and 
but I'm also very proud of our community. Yeah, I think uh, I saw that it was mostly people of color, Latinos and black people who mm-hmm. went missing. So yeah, man, that is cool, bro. These these communities have really stepped up to kind of push the efforts to search for these girls. They've even brought us the attention of man, the attorney general and the FBI as well. Like they they're about it, you yeah. know. So no, I think I think Chris and Sam said it really eloquently, and I I don't want to beat a dead horse. I think for me, what I just want to share is with more news coming out and you, people saying there wasn't 10 girls, there was 12 or there was eight or there was seven. Like Sam said, it doesn't matter how many girls it was. You know, like Chris said, if that was his sister, that number one is, is more than enough. And also it doesn't matter if the number of girls being abducted is decreasing each year. You know, it's like saying, oh, there's a thousand girls um, in 2015. Now there's only 900. It's like, no, that's still 900 too many. So I don't want people to get bogged down by the numbers. I want them to focus in on the people. These are are people with souls. And like I said, I don't want to be the dead horse because Chris said it perfectly that, man, imagine that was your sister, your friend, your cousin, someone that you care deeply about. And so... Unfortunately, like I said, we're briefly talking about it. We don't have all the time in the world to get into the depth and complexity of child abduction and how America is silent. And I, I, and I would even like to talk about even what D.L. Hughley said about, you know, the FBI looked for Tom Brady's jersey, but they're not even worried about girls being missing. You Dang. know, he said that. Yeah, those kind yeah, of. Yeah, I think I, was, I saw some. Yeah, some bars. But so we just wanted to bring it. We just wanted to bring it to light. Um, one, we want to we want to tell people, you know, to pray mm. in regards, you know, prayer, you know, is definitely working the hand of God. But prayer doesn't cause you just to be passive. Prayer also causes you to be active, you know, and so be on the lookout for some of these girls um, to be looking at some of these lists. When you go to Walmart, cause a lot of the missing people lists are on Walmart. If you see these individuals, you know, call it out. If you see people that look suspicious. Um, so to really be proactive in helping bring these these young women home because like Chris said, you know, I think Sam said it, like somebody's parent right now is crying, you know, with their child being missing. So you want to shout out to um, everybody who's um, in D.C. who's been advocating for finding these young women. Our prayers, our support goes out to you guys, and we're really grateful for the black, Latino, colored um, community and all the Americans who were championing fighting these women and fighting justice for those who don't have voices. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. We're going to jump into our main topic. We are The Roommates, and this is The Conduit Podcast Network. Okay, we are back. We are back. And so this week we have two very, very special guests joining us in for our main topic. We are joined by Chidi and Tanya. Chidi, did I say your name right? Uh, Yeah, more or less. It's Chidi. Chidi. Yes, there Chitty. you go. Like Chidi, 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 Chidi Bang. Yeah, Chidi, 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 Chidi Bang. Like Chidi, Chidi, Bang, Bang. <laughs> is, okay. he, uh, is he... You know, you know, Chitty Bang, the musician, the rapper. The whomst? Oh, oh she oh, doesn't. Geez. No, she doesn't. I, I do. I do. She I've doesn't. been compared to him. Is he I Nigerian? Is he? Nigerian. Is he Nigerian? I don't know. I don't Are know. Are you okay. Nigerian? I don't, I don't, I don't know her. I don't know her. It's a him. <laughs> wow. She, All right. No, Let's I know who Chitty on. Bang is. I'm very, I'm well versed in that. So, 
Chitty and Chitty, wait, Chitty, I'm saying it right? Chitty. Chitty, look back. Chitty and Tanya, they are president and vice president of the Student Feminist Organization at University of Houston. Did I say that correctly? Yes. 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 So we are very thankful for having them on the show today. We're, we're going to be discussing some very, very important issues that I feel like most people don't have conversations about. So the biggest thing on our show, ladies, is that we like to bring in guests whose views may or may not be different from ours. I feel like most people's conversations are to speaking to the choir, and we like to bring in people whose views um, are from a different perspective as ours, not only to learn, but also hopefully to educate our listeners as well. And just to, I'm going to come out real quick. I'm not a feminist, um, not really a fan of feminism, Um and we'll talk more about that <laughs> as we progress. But I am really here to learn. I'm not here to debate. I'm not here to argue. I'm here to learn. I'm here to argue. Okay. Chris I don't give a crap. Hmm? Chris is okay. here to argue, but he's not. We'll keep All it right. light. Yeah. We're ready. So we, we're really trying to have a conversation. I don't want you guys to feel like, you know, three loud black males just going to dominate and just say whatever they want to say no this is not this at all we really want to talk we want to learn from you guys so the very first question we want to know is what is feminism like what what is it like what is the belief of feminism for our listeners who have no idea what feminism is okay um and say your name when you talk because they don't know who you are and speak right into the mic Uh, all right do you want to go sure okay Okay. that's tanya so this is tanya i need need it here okay Hi. All right. This is. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. This is Tanya. Okay. So, um, feminism to me, um, basically. Okay. I learned about feminism back in high school, junior year, uh, and it was like a pretty basic definition. You know, we all know like Beyonce's song "Flawless," and then um, that little excerpt of um, Chimamanda. Yeah, Chimamanda Adichie's. Um, TED Talk. Uh, And so basically, um, I started off thinking of feminism as the uh, movement for the social, economic um, advancement of like women, right? And so basically, as I read more and talked to people, um, I eventually grew that definition of feminism. So for me, feminism is basically a movement and an ideology that um, is about not necessarily equality, but more of the um, dismantlement of um, oppressive structures. Um, And those structures include white supremacy, capitalism, racism, sexism, etc. That's what it is for me. <clears throat> and to me um, who's, I'm, who, who's this i'm chitty okay so like to me feminism is more like gaining equity you know yes because it's like as it is like men and women aren't equal and as it stands to be under capitalism we really can't be equal so we have to like rise to an equitable standpoint you know instead of like okay everybody gets the same thing more like we realize that as women as women in this like society um it's set up for you not to always win or to fail really so what we are going to do is give you a little bit or am i am i phrasing this right um 
A good example of like explaining equity, I think, would be like, um, okay, so there's like this little comic with and the with the boxes. boxes. Yeah, the boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The boxes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so instead of like, instead of like, wait, my giving... bad, my bad. Can you explain the boxes? Yeah, because I, mean, I have yeah. no idea what y'all yeah. talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, um, with this comic, there are three people, and there's a baseball field and a fence. So there's one very short person, then one medium height person, then one very tall person. So with equality you're trying to see over the fence so you can see the baseball game so with equality everybody gets one box now of course the fence is a certain height if the tall person is standing on the box he can see the medium height person can see but the short person is shorter than the fence even when he's standing on the box even for the medium-sized person, I think they, like, can barely see. The yeah. person is, like, you know, reaching over to see. Mm-hmm. So but with it's a equality and it's a equity. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So with equity, mm. the taller person doesn't get a box because they don't need a box. They can see without the box. The uh, medium-height person gets one box because they can see comfortably with one box. The shortest person will get two boxes because they need two boxes to see at the same level as the Mm -hmm. other two people. Because with equity, you realize that not everybody is made equal. Not everybody is equal. Not everyone even, like, needs um, the same things as, like, the next person, right? To, to survive. Like, you know, it's more personalized i think Mm -hmm. when you think about equity and that's like what my feminism is it's more it's like more personalized more intersectional and it realizes that equality can't really be reached if we're not all equal and everybody is very is different Mm -hmm. and everybody needs different things to succeed Mm -hmm. so i would like to see a world where everybody can get these can get their needs met and succeed Mm-hmm. at the same rate you and, feel me yeah and i think another important thing to add to is that um with like talking about equity versus equality um i think with equity and thinking about um our framework in this way um it's not a bad thing to recognize our individual differences mm-hmm. obviously that's like we are visual people um you know um it's not a bad thing to recognize that we all have different needs um and we all have differences like that's fine diversity is okay and talking about it is okay man that's really cool that's That's really well said too well said thank you um i have a question as well okay now i'm not very familiar with feminism and i think most of the things i see about feminism are i mean they're mostly stereotypes, I guess, for the most part. So I think one question I want to ask is just feminism. After what you said, I mean, it kind of explained it a little bit, but kind of what I see about feminism is that sometimes it's anti-man instead of pro-woman. Um, so I guess if y'all could just tell me a little bit about that and just whether that's true or not true or kind of where that that stigma comes from that lie comes from if it is mm-hmm. a lie or just mm-hmm. just it's anything i think i'm gonna go first on this one okay. um feminism isn't anti-man that's just it i think that um a lot of that stigma comes from like you guys said a lot of people when they talk they're preaching to a choir so it's an echo chamber of feminism f- is women hating men and it's just that continuously moving around and that's like a convenient answer because like you know 
people, women wanting like equality, women wanting equity. That's kind of a threat to the patriarchal system. Feminism is more of an attack on, it's not even, well, yeah, an attack on patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Like it's um, machinations, what happens in patriarchy and how like those things manifest and um, further like men and favor men over women. Can you define patriarchy for those who don't know what it is? Um, Okay. Okay. Do you want to? Yeah, you go. Okay. Um, So patriarchy is defined as, um, it's kind of like a, um, I'm having trouble putting my words together. It's like, it's like a system, I guess. Um, When you think of institutions, uh, like think of white supremacy, for example, there's not like a, um, like a tangible thing. Like there are tangible results of like a white supremacist, um, institution and system um same for patriarchy patriarchy is basically a an institution that um favors like masculinity and like hyper masculinity it favors that over femininity it favors um you know people who are men to be like the breadwinners like in the traditional sense um Mm -hmm. and it like basically like that's that's just how I view it. It favors like masculinity over femininity. So it's just kind of essentially a male-dominated society. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so um, we're gonna have to move a little bit forward into our discussion um, because <clears throat> of some some time com- conflicts, and I apologize about this. But uh, mm-hmm. moving forward, like, what are some of some tangible ways so you're saying that that one of the issues in society is that women are put as second-class citizens there's structures systems in place that need to be deconstructed mm-hmm. to allow equity to not just say oh we're going to give you a bone and give him a bone but we're going to give you enough bones that will allow you to be successful and her enough bones and him so we all have mm-hmm. equal opportunities to be successful so how do we move towards equity for both men and women it's like you would have to literally dismantle capitalism and explain what dismantling capital capitalism um, would look entails. like, and yeah. also just like the damage it does as well. If you can't, um, capitalism, like really, honestly, kills a lot of people. Like not directly, of course, but indirectly through how it operates. So mm-hmm. you have. Um, people not afford not being able to afford to eat because food prices are so high and then you have people being blamed for not being able to eat because they can't get a job and or if they have a job it's not good enough to pay to eat or and if it is good enough or if they can't get a good enough job that's their fault like everything Mm -hmm. capitalism puts the fault on you like you're supposed to pull yourself up by your bootstrap you're supposed to um make sure that you get enough to eat you're supposed to essentially Mm -hmm. like take care of yourself when it's set up so that like certain people you know benefit Mm -hmm. and those certain people will tend to be white men Mm -hmm. so you're in favor Mm -hmm. of socialism in place of capitalism uh so i think like an important thing to mention like right now before uh we go in a little any deeper um is so chitty was talking about uh like what capitalism does right and when you think of capitalism on a global scale also uh there are a lot of big companies that are outsourcing to different countries um but you know not all of the conditions in those countries are like 
necessarily good like there are a lot of like remember that one uh bangladesh factory um yeah the crash yeah mm -hmm. yeah um you know and that uh basically it's it's like not careful of um how to get like profits it really only cares about um gaining profits in a greedy sense um it doesn't really care about the humanity of other people or other countries necessarily mm -hmm. uh it wants to take like and deplete resources of those countries um and so chidi was saying that capitalism um has an emphasis on like individual responsibility right and so i guess a part of uh working towards equity and um thinking about like you know uh, a more equitable future i think focusing on community is uh, a good step obviously like i don't think that we can depend on the state for everything and since capitalism focuses a lot on individual uh responsibility through creating um avenues of community resources uh i think we would be better able to take care of ourselves and each other right um the important part is being willing to help take care of each other uh when you see your neighbor in need um and yeah well that was that was pretty good yeah <laughs> did we did we answer your question uh yeah, yeah you answered my question pretty well and i think some of the things you guys said actually i actually agree with i think i can definitely see yeah. how capitalism is destroying it, everything yeah it, <laughs> it it preys on those who start out a little bit lower yeah mm -hmm. i can see how that happens and one of my questions is just just out of curiosity and and ladies i'm gonna be honest with you we have like five more minutes <laughs> and i know and i'm really okay. serious i'm we're gonna bring you guys back and yeah, we're gonna sad. we're gonna take care of you because this is all this is this is um we'll talk about it later okay. but um but we really do value what you said so far and like i said this is just the beginning of our conversation mm -hmm. um but a question that I, I have for you guys is it seems as though like um tanya you define as feminism as one thing um chitty you define feminism as another thing like is there is there a concrete definition for feminism or is feminism like a subjective um word that's based upon the 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 feelings and the thoughts of the speaker or maybe even fluid kind of you know it changes per person mm -hmm. so yeah. can i say feminism means whatever it means to me like can i say feminism means well raising it, the you have to have context okay. yeah so i think like it is like sub it's kind of subjective in a sense uh feminism obviously has like a bunch of different discourse um in it like a bunch of different uh perspective uh viewpoints etc um but i think in order to like really quote quote define feminism like there's a certain baseline understanding that um one it's working against the patriarchy two um it for me at least it mm -hmm. um considers the intersections of race class gender sexuality um uh ability slash disability etc no that's good no that's good um yeah, I think I think the the biggest thing is while there's nuances and like I said, the next time we talk, we're gonna, we'll be able to get into a little bit more depth and complexity into the different tenets of feminism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I personally wouldn't say I'm a feminist, but I believe in like the universal principle of feminism, which is equality for all, which like the universal principle equity. Could, 
uh, huh? Equity. Equity for all. I'm sorry. Equity <laughs> and go. equality for all, but equity. So the same way a person can say, I'm not a Christian, but I believe that we should love our neighbor and love one another, you mm-hmm. know? So mm-hmm. I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify myself as a feminist, but I do believe that th- there should be equity for all, regardless of your race, regardless of your sexuality, and regardless of your gender, mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm. of your if you have disability, regardless of your income level. I do believe that, and we really support you guys in that movement for creating a better America because we definitely are in times where there's definitely not equity for all, mm-hmm. and people suffer, and people are dying, and people's lives are at risk, and there's price there's dollars and values on people's lives and that shouldn't be the case mm-hmm. we're all human beings we should all be united we should all as best as we can love and support one another mm-hmm. um like i said ladies i'm super sorry for cutting you guys short man we really really <sighs> appreciate you guys appreciate cool. um, having you guys here um you ladies are officially roommates like i said we're gonna bring you back <laughs> um well chitty and i are actually roommates yeah, we oh are. yeah, yeah. Hey, even better Perfect. even better even better so um as i said at the beginning of the show this is hafiz hey this is sam and this is chris the star Sad of the show once again uh chris i was i was hoping that we get to fight today <laughs> <laughs> hey, and man, he, you're not ready y'all gotta sign off too y- 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 oh, okay. okay i'm chitty this is Tanya. And, we, and we're the roommates. Okay, this is Chitty. And I'm Tanya. And we're the, the feminists. <laughs> I thought we were going to take the roommates. I thought we were going to take the show off. And we are on the Conduit Podcast Network, and this has been the best half hour of your week. We want to say thank you to all of our fans. We appreciate all your comments and messages. Please, please follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can search us under the Roommates Podcast. And please check out these lovely ladies' organization, the Student Feminist Organization at University of Houston. They have a Facebook page where you can find out the different events and things that they're doing. Um, ladies, like I said, we appreciate you guys. Um, so, guys, if you like what you heard today, we need you to tell your friends about us. Share the podcast on your social media. Be our ambassador. Let people know where they can experience their best hour of the week. Tanya and Chitty will be back. I promise you they will be back soon and we'll have this full conversation later. We are the roommates and we will see you later. Ooh.